0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Interact's Grow Podcast. I'm Jessie. I am the social content manager here at Interact, and I'm here with Jackie and Damaris. Thank you guys for joining us today. And I actually wanted to let our listeners know that this is kind of a special episode in its own way because we're missing our original hosts, Josh and Jesmine. Jesmine is out on her sabbatical, and Josh is just not here today. So I actually think this episode is kind of one of its kind because none of us have ever been hosts, but here we are. Fun. Fun. <laughs> and today we're actually going to be talking about offsites because we just got back from our offsite in Palm Springs last week. We were able to get the whole team together and we were there from Monday to Thursday and I think everyone had a blast. How are you guys feeling post-off-site?
1: I feel much better today. I think I definitely needed the weekend to sort of give me that energy to come back to work on Monday.
2: Yeah. I was going to say definitely re energized, but still tired because I'm in a different time zone.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Jackie is our traveling, working nomad. So she's coming from all over the place all the time. We're just tired because we're normal and tired, but Jackie's usually (laughs) working opposite time zones.
2: It's early today.
0: It's very it is. true. It is. But what do you guys think? We've done a few offsites now. What do you guys think the overall objective is for these offsites when they bring us together like this?
2: I would say when I first started with the company, I thought that it was to do work with the team in person. And Jasmine had said something to me at our first offsite of uh to the extent of, you know, actually, we shouldn't really do work while we're together in person, because we never do that anyway. So why would we practice doing that, right? And so the offsets that I've been on with Interact really evolved into team building, but not the... For lack of better words, the corny little icebreaker event things. It's literally just letting the team get together and have natural conversations about whatever it is that we might want to talk about. And sometimes work comes into that because, you know, we work on different projects or there's overlap or, you know, we just want to catch up with each other on what we're doing and how our work affects other people. But for the most part, it's really just genuine conversation about, you know, how are you today, Jesse? And what's going on in your world and telling more about your personal life because. Being a remote team, especially with the four-day work week, we don't get to do that on Slack and in our team meetings. So it's a really, really great time to catch up personally on where everybody's at, and I think that brings us all closer together in a different way, but also for the better. I love that. Love that.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you, Jackie. Um, When I think back of like my traditional setting and previous jobs to like how it is now, I think that like. If you have like a normal like office job, you know, nine to five, you do have a little bit of time to actually socialize with your coworkers face to face and have that sort of like informal bonding. And I think that in our setting, um, the main objective for offsites is bonding. Like you said, we are mainly working all day. We don't really interact uh, other than just probably work-related questions or if I have like a one-off question so when we go to these offsites you know we really get to just have conversation get to know that coworker at a deeper level understand their personalities understand who they are how they like to you know how we work together and so i think it's just it's such a great time to just like get to know everybody and and just like understand everybody differently and it really sort of just it's like you feel refreshed to know that the team is like open and everybody just has great conversation. It's a really, it's a really great feeling.
2: Yeah. I just want to add to that because we had in our one of our last episodes um, about being more productive, taking breaks. And I think that was kind of, or is the objective of our offsites. It, it is to take a break. Yeah. We, we're getting to meet each other and know each other on different levels, but we really do get to take that break from work. And I remember in past jobs that I've had where we've had like off-site meetings or team building events and things like this, right? There's usually some... Part like portion of that is work or a presentation to the team of what you've been working on, and that creates like some sense of fear and anxiety, and like more work right than you would normally have, than you would otherwise have to do for your job. And so, I didn't even really think about this until right now, we're talking about it, but that that's not a break, working harder Mm -hmm. to go on an offsite, right? So I really appreciate that we don't have that element in our offsites. There isn't anything really to prepare for other than, you know, everyone, you know, get caught up in work, close things up for the week while we take time off to spend with each other.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. But I, this is my first time, or actually, my first offsite was with Interact, I think last year, but at my previous company, we didn't do off-sites, you know, occasionally around the holidays, we'd go to lunch, like with our department and that was about it. But there also didn't seem to feel like there was a need for it because, you know, we're in an office together, nine to five, you know, we have time to chit chat about other things about personal life and everything. But as a remote team, we hop on a call and we're like, all right, we're all kind of tight on time. Let's be productive. Let's be efficient. Let's get it done because everyone's got something to do, but it is such a relief, not feeling an anxiety or like a buildup of pressure prior to these offsites. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm always excited. I'm like, Oh, finally, like I get to ask about how this person's doing. And like, they can, they can tell me about like their new life things that are going on that we don't get to hear about. And it just, I, the more we get to know each other, it makes it so much easier to work remotely through the week. And, you know, through the months, I feel like everyone can just connect so much better. So I'm glad. Yeah, oh my God.
1: Age. 100%. I think I was like looking forward to our offsite since they
2: announced it, which was like back in late January. I was like,
1: when is April? I wanted to be here already. I was so excited.
2: Yeah. I think maybe another element too, of just getting to know people more on this personal level, Jesse, the first offsite that we went to together, the first time i had mm-hmm. met you in person, you told me you Slack exactly like you talk. Yes, right so like yes. the way that i'm like typing into slack it does come across the same way that i would say something to you in person but if you didn't know me right or like as you get to know me some of the things that i say are very short to the point and mike without punctuation or different emojis right and this isn't calling jesse out this is anybody that i'm talking mm-hmm. to via text texting communications. um it can come off differently so you can like read my vibe much more you understand what i'm saying more so it just brings us close together and it like i guess like um Gets us to understand each other on different levels too, and we can like make you know I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you you get to sense that like who they are as a real person and not just behind a computer screen. It's so true.
0: I mean, some people use emojis in Slack, some people use LOLs, ha-has, gifs, and other people literally just the word or like one word responses. And I'm always like, when you first join a team, you're like, oh, I'm trying to get a vibe for this person. Yeah. You really have no clue. Like they just sent me a K like in text, you're usually like (laughs) terrified, you know, that's all you got. Not even the O in front of it, just a K, but then you meet everyone in person and you're like, oh, okay, this is what they're like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's how they interact through the interwebs. (laughs) So. So true. So true. Well, I, we kind of covered question number two that I had, which was why we think that they're important for remote teams. Does anyone have anything else to add on that besides the fact that it's literally the best way ever to
1: bond and meet each other? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I th- I guess the only other thing I can add when it comes to like remote work, uh, because I know that some of our listeners out there do not work remotely. So some people actually have to go into the office, you know, off- on site and have people to talk to. And so when you work remotely, um, you really are at home or wherever your setup is just constantly working um and so you really sort of miss out on like that traditional social aspect of you know going on site and working and so when we go to offsites because we don't have that on a daily basis we're also excited to just like chat and talk and just like catch up and see how everybody's doing and sort of have that like social aspect which is really what I look forward to as well. When I go to off sites, like how's Jesse doing? How are you guys? How's everything with your life? How's Jackie? How's Annie? How's Josh? How's everybody? You know, there's just so many updates, even in our most recent updates, we had like so many celebrations and milestones. And it was just like six months that we hadn't seen each other. It really wasn't that long, you know, but it was all of these things happened in that six month spam. And it's just it's important in that's in that aspect, especially for a remote team, to just sort of have that connection at least every six to twelve months. Where or however you know everybody does it differently, but it's just it's it really keeps the team together, I think it's is what I would say.
2: Yeah, I guess I just say work related wise, like how work comes up at the offsite is a lot more casual too. like being remote, right? And all in different time zones, we have to if we want to have a chat about something, because sometimes it's definitely easier to just talk through it. You have to find a, a, you know, an overlapping time where everybody's free, you have to get everybody on the call, it feels like more work. But at the offsite, like Josh and I were in a car riding to dinner one night, right? And we just had like a maybe 1015 minute conversation about the videos and the content that the videos should support. And it was just something that happened so easily. We didn't have to plan for it, but it was something that also like needed to be said, like we needed to have that conversation so that we knew what videos we're making, right? Our strategies are all aligned. So even though work does come up at the offsite, it's so much easier to talk about it. And sometimes you learn things about your job that you don't even mean to right like we were in the lazy river with matt Mm -hmm. and we were talking about the i don't know like an email automated email being on or being off and you get to hear things from like the developer side that you would never have conversations about in uh in meetings that we have right but because matt said this thing that oh actually this relates to what i'm doing so the work feels easier and more fun too um because it can just naturally happen while you're there
0: yeah, I agree with that. And just thinking back about that, like we're just floating down the razy liver with our CTO so and co-founder. And we know he is swamped and busy all the time. And I would never, probably never slack him to ask him the questions and talk about the things that we talked about there. But because we're all relaxing, it was such a good opportunity to. So mm-hmm. it literally, I think it, offsites give so much space for so many organic conversations to happen that would not otherwise happen. And totally. the work week. And I think another thing that we should touch on is kind of like the challenges that come with offsites. I mean, we know there's a lot of positives, and we were talking about this a little bit before the show that it's kind of hard to think about what challenges come with it because we all felt like there's only pros. But I think there are some challenges, and also challenges that relate to the business and like how going on offsite impacts our customers. I just wanted to hear what your guys' thoughts are on that. How do you guys feel like, or what do you feel are challenges that happen
1: at an offsite as teams? Yeah, I guess I can start with this one, um, just because I think my role is a little bit different than a lot of a lot of the people on Interact. Um, at least for me, because I do mainly do customer support every day you have to just sort of like structure yourself. So just to give an example, like on our offsites, I would try to wake up a little bit earlier. Hey, let me answer any customer requests that I have now before the day starts. Um, it'll be a, a slower response time, but I always do try to keep in mind the customer and try to answer within a 24 hour period. Um, but that also organically happens right like if we're on our off-site we have some downtime maybe like I'll try to to look and try to answer the question so it's really just about preparing like what's comfortable for everybody Um, we are customer centric so we do try to definitely not just abandon any of you guys listening we definitely try to keep you like top of mind um, and I think that goes into like Jesse and Jackie's role too, preparation, maybe like a week or two before, like what what we're going to send out to our customers, how we're going to deliver the message, what our flow is going to be. And it's really just, you know, putting that. What I really love just to add on to that is that like Josh, Matt, Annie, you know, our, our bosses, what we would consider our bosses really do understand that the team is important and that, you know, in order for the team to really maximize and do great and be great at their job. We need that sort of bonding time. And even though the challenge may be, you know, for some customers, that's not okay. And it's not ideal. It also does help, I think, in the long run for, you know, motivation. um, I don't know, ownership of projects, whatever you want to call it. So just, you know, just to sort of look at the bigger picture that way. Now, I just feel like I'm rambling on. So somebody stop me. (laughs) I love that.
2: I love yeah. That. No, yeah. I, I, go ahead, Jesse.
0: I was just saying, I love that, how you kind of emphasize that we are customer centric. Like even at the offsite, we're saying, you know, if we saw a lot of emails building up a lot of AI requests for new quizzes, we were talking about it. How are we going to, you know, hit the ground running on Monday? Are there any emergencies that we need to deal with? But because they want us to have this break in this time to bond, they do kind of allow us to deal with what needs to be dealt with and kind of give, the other stuff at rest as long as nothing's burning down.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I would just say, yeah, like the challenge would be the preparation before you leave right and it looks different for everybody and sometimes I mean maybe that's the benefit of not having such structured off sites is if something comes up or if we want to put a little bit of work in there or you see this email come through that you really just want to manage it right away you have the time to do so it's fine but also remember the point of the offsite is to be away from work to take this break and so I think communication with the customers is key so setting an out of office right um actually for our community I didn't say anything that I was going to be out and somebody was tagging me hello where are you where are you because I was out for a week actually a week and a couple days because I took a couple days off before he left Um, and so I think that any, anybody, even if you feel like you're not going to have the time, you're able to schedule your day or your work right in a way where you can have some days off together um, and you can let your customers know you're not going to be available at that time. If you have somebody that can fill in for you. Awesome. But if you don't, I think communication is key and just letting them know when you'll be back, when you'll be able to get back to them, when you'll be able to support them again um, is really all you need to do. Um obviously, there's different situations and scenarios right where things maybe could start on fire. but uh, for the most part, I think that it's absolutely possible for anybody to schedule some amount of time for themselves uh, to be away from work and still keep up the the I don't know, not keep up the support, but still support your customers in a way that you know you're giving yourself time, but you're still there for them when when you come back,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. you know, and that
1: kind of that kind of like reminded me of like i, I So for example, like I'm customer support, I actually enjoy talking to people, I like helping people. So I think that job role suits my personality, I guess, in a way where it doesn't feel like it's a chore, it feels like, okay, I'm going to just do my work versus, you know, maybe somebody else that was in my role would feel like, oh, man, now I have to work and I have to do this, you know, I think that Interact does a good job of sort of, recognizing the strengths of people and what they're really good at. And that way they can execute on that without feeling like, oh God, like now I have to do my work, right? It doesn't feel like that when we come to work. It feels like, okay, we're going to go do our work because we enjoy doing our work, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's important to to notate when it comes to our offsides because I am willingly doing it. I choose to do it. I'm not being told to do it. And so I think that's like a huge... Plus, where when you have employees that really feel like, OK, if it's my responsibility to do it. I want to do it. I want to make sure that I'm taking care of X, Y, Z. Um, And that's that's not hard to do. You know, that's not I mean, so I'm sorry, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. And so uh kudos to to those people that have those employees and kudos to interact for identifying us, too. So. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I.
0: Overall, I feel like every offsite that I've been to has just been so successful, like in different ways. Like I've never left an offsite thinking, oh, I wish we didn't do this. Oh, I wish we didn't do that. But I mean, actually for you, Damaris, our most recent offsite, we decided to take an aerial tram. So let me describe (laughs) it a little bit. It's pretty much a glass bubble. And I think they said like the max capacity was 80 people, right? I think that's something. 65, I still remember. 65 people. So we're getting in a glass bubble with probably like 50 people, I would say. And this glass bubble is taking us up about 9,000 feet up to the mountain in Palm Springs. So we're at the base of the mountain where it is 98 degrees, dry heat. And once we get to the top of the mountain, it is snowy and cooler temperatures and just a completely different landscape. And some of us, like Damaris, weren't um, too keen on heights and everything, but she still
1: made it up all the way. <laughs> I struggled. I was sweating a little bit, but I made it up. Um, you know, that's a good point. I think I've like always been scared of heights. It elevates more when I'm in place in situations like that. Um, but I, I, I was nervous. I, I mean, obviously, you guys saw me sweating over there. I was going through it. But it was also, you know, one of those things where it's like, you know, you have to sort of face your fear. Just go for it. I knew that once I got to the top, I was going to be okay. Once I got to the bottom, I was going to be okay. It's just the process of going up and down. So um, it was a good it's something you guys didn't really know about me. I mean, I don't think anybody knew that I was like, you know, scared of heights like that. You know, even Melanie, which is our our. um, the one that usually plans her offsites mm-hmm. She didn't know either. It wasn't an information that I relayed. And I'm sure after this, she's probably going to be like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but it, it was fun. We we're always learning, you know, from each
2: other. So, and I think I also think- you- yeah, I think. We're say no, you go, Jesse.
0: No, I'm going to switch to a new topic. So you finish this one ah, first. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I think that helps you show up in, or it rather it sh- helps the team. It does both. It helps you become a stronger person, right? Because you just faced mm-hmm. your fears and you overcame it and you did something that you never thought you would be able to do. And you also did something that you never do on your own, right? The, the, <laughs> these off sites being in, a, especially now, what we're a group of like 12, I think now, mm-hmm. um, you everybody has different interests. So you have to do a little bit of different stuff and you're not always going to do everything that you love. You're not always going to eat the food that you love the most on these trips because it has to be something for everybody. But it also shows the team how willing you are to be a part of the team. And so, so me, I don't know, maybe this is like a little corny of me saying this, but like Damaris, you know, stressing out and being on the, on the list and everyone was sort of supporting her. I was rubbing her back. Yeah. right? We were there. <laughs> they for were. You we guys were so help. nice. We, we couldn't help because mm-hmm. she was scared, but she still did it. And I, that, I just hope that that shows anybody listening and all of our customers. How much, how like how far Damaris and anybody on the team is willing to go when it comes to different projects and different requests and different feedbacks and workarounds that we have to come up with when we're being asked these different things. Because we have had an offsite before where we did some excursions that people didn't love, and those people were not willing to do other projects and go out of their way for other people on the team. And that's not really who that isn't who we are at Interact. And so I think that it's challenging to put yourself in those situations, but you come out stronger on the other side and you really show your team like what you're made of kind of right because you're willing to take that extra step just to be a part of the team yeah. so kudos Demaris and yeah. the other people who were not diverse is not the only one who was a little scared on the, on the tram that's so true we so did it true. they all we all did it together
0: yeah we almost kind of bring each other out of our shells like once we were up at the mountain I think was it Evan or Graham, one of the one of our engineers, um, there was a river that was snowmelt. So you can imagine how cold that was. And either Evan or Graham, one of them decided to walk into the river, take their shoes off and go in. And we were all just kind of baffled, like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, they repeated. Then you walk out of the river into the snow and they're like, oh, my God, it's so cold. It's freezing. It's freezing. Well, guess what? Jackie ventures down to the river, and next thing I know, she's in the river, shoes off, everything. Her face is like, oh, my goodness, it is so cold. And I was like, I can't believe they just did that. Two minutes later, I'm down standing in the river with my (laughs) socks off. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cold. How did they do this? And never in my dreams would I be like, yeah, I'm going to go walk around in this freezing river. But I saw them do it, and I was like, let me give it a shot. Let's see how it is. So I feel like we just really – kind of bring out new sides of each other and I love that.
2: And then we have I just have to say too because Graham would appreciate this when we were at the top Graham who's you know, moving to Idaho, going to build an earth ship, which is something we learned about him while we were at the offsite. Mm-hmm. He started collecting trash while we were at the top, there was plastic mm-hmm. bottles and cans and wrappers and whatnot all over the place. And he didn't ask anyone to help. He didn't tell anybody he was doing this, we just noticed him doing it. And then some other people like as we were passing trash, we're also picking it up. So it just like getting to see I mean, this is like, I don't mean to say this is Graham's life, right. But like, he is he he's very aware of the environment. And you know, how, I don't know what I'm even trying to say. He's very aware of the environment. Let's just leave it at mm-hmm. that. And so because of that, and his like natural willingness to just go collect trash, some people, a lot of us, right, would just walk over it and be like, not even thinking oh, there's trash everywhere in the world. Right. But just the fact that we got to see him doing that, oh, that's really nice, Graham. Let's also do that together, you know, so not a planned event, um, but something that we just sort of like feed off of each other and our different skills, and the skills, personalities, right. um. Because we're so comfortable being around each other when we go to these things.
0: Yeah, I mean, that also kind of like Graham, not kind of like Graham, in a different way. Um, Annie, our CEO, she is, um, she's very like bold when it comes to food and trying new flavors and new tastes. And I feel like most of us are equally like into trying new things, but she always takes it to another level. She orders things off of a menu that I would never look at. And yeah. it's always fun that, she, you know, she's like, no, just try. It's great. And I've tried so many new foods on these off sites and been just exposed to all these different things because all these different people mingling together, sharing their like interests or things that they've done. And it's like not only affected my work life, but my personal life, you know, who I am as a human being yeah. when mm-hmm. I'm not at work. That's
1: so so true.
0: Well, I feel like that was pretty much all of the questions that we wanted to cover on this offsite stuff. But if there's anything else that anyone wanted to hop into besides talking about when our next offsite is and where it's going <laughs> to be. Yeah. Yeah. I that's it.
1: Um, I mean, I don't think I, there's anything new that I wanted to add on, but for the listeners out there that are sort of like thinking of hiring on, you know, somebody or, even if you're like a remote company and you want to just hire an assistant or somebody to help you out, you know, I think it's just important to just be able to have that open dialogue with whoever you're working with and allowing them to express themselves. And I say that because during our offsites, like just as that's Jackie and Jesse were saying, like we had our CAO, you know, CFO. And and I didn't feel any different. Like I was able to just comfortably talk to them, express myself you know, they were okay with my ideas. We were, I wasn't like hiding my personality or trying to be better or less or, you know, things of that nature. It was very, it was very organic. And so sometimes just allowing somebody to just be who they are and being okay with that, it's just, it's so huge. It has such a great impact in team, team bonding, um, because everybody just accepts who you are and it's a wonderful thing. And so Take a shot, try to do some team bonding, offsite events, see who they are as a person, get to know them, and maybe it'll just be better, you know?
2: Yeah, I think Tamara said that perfectly. And the only word that I'm left thinking of is like authenticity, right? We really get to meet our authentic selves, each other, um, and it really shows up in the work that we do together. So even if you're hiring somebody for the first time, and it's in a virtual role, make sure that if you can't meet up in person, make sure that maybe you're at least having a couple of conversations on zoom on the camera that aren't scripted that are natural that are about the person that you're working with, and not just the work that you do.
0: Yeah, I love it. You guys wrap that up beautifully beautifully yes thanks for everybody listening yes thank you guys and we will be counting down until our next offsite (laughs) we will see you you all next week thank you so
1: much thank you bye-bye bye